Hey, Rose, do you ever call up Royally Obsessed on Alexa? It's one of the easiest ways to listen to the pod. You can hear our latest episode every week there, thanks to Amazon Music, which has a full catalog of podcasts, including Royally Obsessed. All you have to do is say, Alexa, play Royally Obsessed on Amazon Music. Oh, no, mine is listening to me say that right at this moment. <laughs> a royal reminder, new episodes drop every Thursday. Tune in on Amazon Music. Now on to the show. Please rise for their majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Hi guys, welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Lisa. And I'm Caitlin. And it's your time for the weekly dose of royal news from Windsor Palace, Buckingham Palace, and beyond. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group Royally Obsessed subscribe to the podcast and please leave us the royal rating of a five-star review yes please and today's royal refreshment is and now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail tea (laughs) tea so we're not doing so hot lisa and i it might have been I think this illness was just waiting for the both of us. We really held it together in all those weeks leading into the royal wedding. And now, weeks later, our minds and our hearts have given out, and so <laughs> have our bodies. So we are drinking tea. We're drinking tea, and I brought honey from home to coat our throats with, with the yes, tea. so we could sound as pleasant as possible for you, our loyal subjects. So we hope that you guys are doing all right and not sick, because I know that we're all going through a very hard time adjusting to this new reality where we're not preparing for a royal wedding. It is sad. It's sad, but we thank you for sticking with us. Yes. And we actually have a lot of things we're talking about this week. First, we're going to be talking about the trooping of the color. Love trooping the color. And then the cute kids at the polo match. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's some royal trips coming up, so we got to mention those. Royal trips mean more royal photo ops, so that's why I'm especially fond of those. But we'll get there. Yes, we'll get we'll there. Get there. Um, so we'll start uh, with this week in royal history. And now, this week in royal history. And this week, uh, Prince Philip was born. Congratulations. <laughs> You were born. You came out of a (laughs) Listen, the man is 97 years old this week. You're old. That's super old. Although my grandma, Grandma Ryan, is about to turn 100. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm not super impressed by you, Prince Philip. (laughs) I mean, I also don't think it's very difficult to stay alive when you have a wonderful life as Mm -hmm. a, a king. <clears throat> a near king, but something like that. Or Lisa Ryan as a granddaughter. Yeah, I mean, the, both of those things really keep a person <laughs> alive. Um, so Prince Philip uh, of Greece and Denmark was born at, at Monrepos, formerly the summer residence of the Greek royal family on the Greek island or of Corfu on June 10th, 1921. His parents were Prince Andrew of Greece and Denmark and Prince Alice of Batten, Princess Alice of Battenberg. He has a wacky genealogy. Yeah. So the tricky thing about Prince Philip is, you know, he's been married to Queen Elizabeth for a really long time. And we want to celebrate the fact that their marriage has lasted this long. But also we're kind of like, so yeah, a little creeped out. There's a little (laughs) when you the more you study the genealogy of Prince Philip, uh, the more alarmed you might find yourself. So he um, he and his wife are both third cousins and second cousins. It's pretty insane. Like, 
what an accomplishment, you guys. You really like hit the. Is it inside? I don't know. They should really, really hit the lottery with that one. They should be studied, honestly. They they should be studied. So they are related twice. Um, so they're third cousins through Queen Victoria and second cousins once removed through King Christian the Ninth of Denmark. Yeah. So that's insane. Of course, we know that it is very, there's plenty of history. It's very normal for royals to marry their cousins because royals would marry royals. It would be a matter of diplomacy. Um, and it was in this case too, but she also knew about him famously, um, Queen Elizabeth as before she, when she was just princess, she had a crush on him. Imagine being permitted to have a crush on one of your cousins and like choosing him because she had a higher... <laughs> Lisa's just giving me the most disgusted face right now. Like looking over the Christmas table and being like, hey... Him. It shall be him. Like, hey, you. You be- beautiful, blonde, teenage man. With, like, the same bone structure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so gross. But so what's funny is... Okay. So when you hear third cousins through Queen Victoria, you're kind of like, okay, I don't really understand what that means. But when you break it down, they are both the great, great grandchildren of Queen Victoria. Yes. So I feel like that's a very good way of pointing yes. out, like, what do they have in common? That. Yeah. And... Queen Victoria is the one who ushered in the white wedding dress like concept for Western yeah. society, which I only know about because we read it ourselves on this podcast when we were talking <laughs> about Megan's wedding dress. Um, <clears throat> and she is also the namesake of the Victoria and Albert Museum, I believe. Mm-hmm. British people kill me if I'm wrong. Um, but yes, so they so Philip is her oldest great-great-grandchild. Her second oldest great-great-grandchild is Elizabeth. Ew! (laughs) They're the (laughs) oldest living descendants of Queen Victoria. It's so gross. Um, Some other key things to know about Prince Philip are the things you might have already glimpsed from the crown, which is, A, had a lot of Nazis in his family. A lot. A lot of of Nazis. Um, That was a very memorable, like, 22-minute scene in The Crown this past season was when he goes home for um, his sister's funeral, and he processes down, and there's just Nazi flags everywhere, and it's very overwhelming and intense and weirdly beautifully shot, and then also that he says offensive stuff sometimes. Those are the, the two takeaways for me. Another thing that you see in The Crown is that he was basically raised by one of his sisters. Yes. And then she and her entire family die in a plane crash. Yeah, he had a really horrific childhood and young life, so I we should give him some uh, empathy. I really had to search for it. He overall (laughs) has been a fine, upstanding prince, um, a bit of a whiner, as we see on The Crown. And that's not all fiction, as we know. He really pushed for the family's last name to be Windsor Mountbatten. That's why it is what it is today, because when in 1952, Queen Elizabeth issued a declaration that Windsor would be the family name. It would continue to be the family name. And he remarked to his friends, I'm the only man in the country not allowed to give his name to his own children. Yeah. So now like William's last name is technically Mountbatten Windsor. Yeah. So a bit of a, uh, a wine, not a feminist, no feminist here. No, he is not a feminist. He no. was reluctantly pulled along through feminism mm-hmm. because he was married to a feminist. Yes. And, and also when they got married, we, there was no glimpse that she would be queen. You know, he really was just marrying a princess and they would have had a normal, like, kind of cool life, a, like Eugenie and Beatrice kind of life. Although, no, she would have eventually have been queen. It would have been like. Did they get married after he, 
he yeah. abdicated. Yeah. Wow, guys. The Tylenol daytime has taken hold. <laughs> I'm on generic Walgreens daytime <laughs> cold medicine. No, you're right. I guess I just, I, I want to like work through why he's been such a prat, if I may, his whole life about this. But no, he did know. He knew what he was getting himself into when he married her. It's just they didn't think it would happen for a while because her father died quite young, like yes. in his 50s. Yes. So that's young, especially like look at how old they are. She's 90, he's 97. Yeah. That's pretty old. Yeah, we Although, never knew this would happen. as I said, not as old as my grandma. <laughs> no grandma, Ryan. <laughs> um, so those are some some facts about Prince Philip celebrating his 97th birthday. And if I be maybe morbid for just like a half second, um, going on the internet on Sunday, on Instagram, tons and tons of the Britishy feeds that I, like the fan accounts that I follow, were posting photos of him just like by himself in a way that kind of looked like death photos to me. <laughs> like you know that like social media, as we unfortunately know from the last couple of weeks, um, social media accounts from brands will just like put a picture of the person. And I was like, oh no, what happened to Philip? No, yes. he just turned 97. <laughs> so he's fine. He's alive and well. He stopped attending uh, royal engagements last year, mm-hmm. which I you know respect for self care, but also I like the concept that they released a statement last May. His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh has decided that he will no longer carry out public engagements from the autumn of this year. In taking this decision, the Duke has the full support of the Queen. I just like that he was like, you know what, I'm out. I'm done. I'm out. And we can see that again and again because he was not at Tripping of the Color, for example. Yes. And thus we segue. Yes, that was a perfect segue. Thank you. you did such a good job with Thank that one. You. Another segue, which I would have been, which I would have <laughs> used was, you know, we're talking about his birthday, but oh yes, we have a different birthday celebration yes, that's far do. more important that we hear mm-hmm. far much more about. Yes. So Queen Elizabeth turned 92, I believe, um, in April, but this in June is her military birthday, her state birthday, because as discussed in a previous episode, this lady gets two birthdays. Lucky. Very <laughs> lucky. Just two months apart. And so uh, this has been, she didn't decide this herself. It's been celebrated this way for 200 years. But I still really like the concept that she gets two birthdays. Um, so this past Saturday, we got to see a military parade. There's a military flyover. And most importantly, the full family is there. The entire British royal family. Yes. And I just want to say, the name Tripping the Color is so funny to me because... It just sounds weird, like trooping the color. Like, yeah. you're gonna, what are you going to do? You're going to troop that color? Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, what are you <laughs> Troop trooping? it up. Yeah, like troop a troop. And <laughs> I just assume, because my whole life is about the royals now, yes. I assume that everybody knows about the royals oh, yeah. as well and, like, the trooping the color. Like, that's just what you talk about. And so I woke up on Saturday morning and I was just like, oh, my God, trooping the color, trooping the color. And, <laughs> like, I frantically got to my phone and my yes. laptop and my boyfriend was like, what? Right. What? And I kept saying trooping the color because I thought you just couldn't hear me. But I'm like, oh, no, you're like a, a normal yeah. human who doesn't know yes. off the top of your head what trooping the color is. You just think it's a very random uh, stiff day for the royals. Yeah. Uh, similarly, I was at a wedding on Saturday. And so I woke up Saturday morning and my, I was at a hotel room with my friends. And I was like, you guys, the trooping the color photos are in. And they were like, what? <laughs> but I was very excited for the photos and they did not disappoint. So first of all, we got Meghan and Harry, which we weren't sure that we would. Yes, because, you know, they were on their like clandestine honeymoon that they weren't telling us anything about. And so leading up to Trooping the Color, I heard that maybe they would attend and maybe they had actually been in Ireland and they just got back. And then now I'm hearing, no, that maybe they were in East Africa. So 
Who we'll knows? Know. I mean, Megan looked, she was glowing. She looked yes. positively beautiful. And she was wearing this stunning, okay, I'm going to try to do the fashion thing. Oh, please. Okay. please I'm not as good at describing fashion <laughs> as Caitlyn, so I'm just going to pretend I'm Caitlyn right now. Okay. Beautiful. She's wearing this stunning, off-the-shoulder Carolina Herrera, mm-hmm. pale pink um, kind of suit dressy type thing. Yeah. It had buttons. Nailed it! <laughs> <laughs> Done. Crushed it. What else is there to say? No, there's, that's really it. Um, I thought, she, you know, my, at very first glance when I saw the first photo, I didn't love it because it reminded me of that sort of stiff, like, blush nude thing that she wore to that event right after her wedding, well, the garden party thing. Her hat was really similar to that hat. Yeah. I thought at first that maybe it was the same, but then I don't think it was. No, no, it, it definitely wasn't. But I just, that that sort of color, I didn't love. But then I really liked her hair and makeup, so that I was okay with. And I did like the off the shoulder, but it was like kind of, it was very pretty and very sexy. Though it did get her some press because people were like, ooh, bare shoulders. So it is a very formal looking, yeah, like suit dress thing but the it's a wide wide neckline that's like almost boat neck like her wedding dress but then a little tiny bit sexier it goes down the shoulders a little bit um and so you don't usually see that sort of neckline with a suit dress and what would you call like the collary type thing i don't know what i actually (laughs) what i would call it is like Belle in beauty and the beast yeah like that sort of like sash almost thing across Mm -hmm. the shoulders very i just think it was unexpected for that kind of formality um, but it didn't occur to me until someone else pointed out to me that like, oh, bare shoulders, like, isn't that a little scandalous? But um, <laughs> no, but so there was some coverage, of course, because tabloids are going to tabloid that the dress was like a little too sexy with the bare shoulders. But other places pointed out, including page six of all places, because they're usually very harsh on everyone, but especially women, they were like, no, royals have worn bare shoulders plenty of times. Princess Diana has done it before. Kate Middleton has done it before. I don't feel like I can't imagine. I'm sure someone could pull the photos, but I can't remember a lot of like daytime formal events where they did that. I can't either. But also, I feel like regardless of what Megan wore, they were going to find some sort of a scandal or something like, oh, she did this wrong. She did that wrong. I think she looked beautiful. I mean, as you said, I loved that ripply hair. Oh, my God. It was so perfect. Yeah. I, I mean, it was princess hair. It was perfect hair. Yeah. And her makeup was stunning. Her nails with the perfect Essie ballet slipper colors. Yes. <laughs> and I thought her outfit was so gorgeous. Yeah. And then, okay, besides that, Kate Middleton was wearing um, an icy blue Alexander McQueen dress. Yes. With kind of puffy sleeves, but they were yes. not that puffy. Yes. But the dress was, um, I don't know, I think the dress was really nice. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was way better than what she wore to the wedding. Yeah, she often wears some sort of like icy blue or icy pink dress. Like in the like last year, she wore pink. Um, honestly, in the wide shot of all the royals, or not, not the full one of all forty-five people that were on the balcony at Buckingham Palace, but the sort of central one of the people we care about, the Cambridges, Queen Elizabeth, um, and Camilla, and that kind of group. They're all wearing pale blue or like um, pastels. It feels very like we just had a baby boy because Queen, which they did, Prince Louis. But yeah, Queen Elizabeth is, of course, dead center. And she's wearing she wore pale blue. Camilla wore pale blue. And so did Kate Middleton. Hmm. And so did um, our mascot, Princess Charlotte, also wore pale blue. So it was a lot of that. That main shot in the middle was a lot of pale colors. And Megan sort of hidden in the back behind Charles in her blush but it was a lot of pastels and like welcome to spring and they all look like jordan almonds so i liked it but um kate's 
hat was giant. That's what I couldn't (laughs) stop looking at. Like, okay, she looked, I think she looked beautiful. I really liked her outfit. I think that she looked like she was back to being Kate, you know, after, you know, maternity wear, which is, she still looked amazing when she was pregnant, but not necessarily what she had wanted to wear. And then the post-pregnancy thing where it takes a few weeks. I mean, usually it takes like a few months or years, if that, to get back in shape, but it took her seven weeks. (laughs) And now she's just back to looking like, the perfect Kate that she is, but that hat was insane. Yeah, so the hat was, I mean, everyone wears a big hat to this event. Megan's wearing what looks sort of like a bowl, like a shallow bowl on one side of her head. Mm -hmm. But Kate Middleton's is almost fully vertical, which is what makes it so dramatic. Like hers looks more like a satellite dish. Like it's just completely vertical on her head with then this like explosion of bows coming out the side. It's really quite something. It's designed by her usual... I think it was a new hat person for her, but the hat design, the milliner has been used by the royal family before. So it's not like it was a new experiment, but it was new for Kate. Um, I didn't super care for it. But then she also wore gigantic blue topaz earrings and necklace um, to match her whole icy blue thing. So that was adorable. And of course, the boys were there too. Yes. We don't don't really care. You know, whatever. The the Charles, the the husbands, the ones that they're like, that's the reason why they're royals. Like, yeah, they whatever. They all wore their sort of military clothing. You know who who also wore military clothing, a <laughs> uniform, was Princess Anne. I love it. I love Princess Anne. She's such a badass. And she wore, I believe she also rode in on a horse. So the men rode in in their military uniforms on horses, but so did Princess Anne because... Man, she's cool. So that was, those are all the adults. What I would like to focus on. Hold on. Princess Anne is what I hope for Charlotte in the future. I hope that when she is older, she also rides in on a horse because I believe she's going to be a badass too. She will be. She already is. So at the, I, of course, was rushing us to talk about the kids because I always want to talk about the kids and they were especially cute at this event. So we didn't get a Louis appearance. We thought maybe it would be possible that six week old seven week old Prince Louis of Cambridge would make an appearance strapped in a baby Bjorn to Kate Middleton's (laughs) chest but he was not there Um, but we did get Charlotte and George of course and in all the pictures from Trooping of the Color you notice that there's a girl in between them so uh, I had more than one friend which I appreciate my friends for continuing my brand (laughs) two friends check in and be like who is this little girl covering George's mouth so I really encourage people to watch the video of this. The photos are amazing, instant meme material, and these two kids will have this photo to laugh about when mm. they are older. Um, but Savannah Phillips, who is the granddaughter of Princess Anne, she was photographed, um, well, she was filmed conducting God Save the Queen with her <laughs> hands. So she's like seven or so, five or five to six or seven, seven. Sorry, I just saw it. Seven. She's seven, so she was conducting God Save the Queen with her hands, which is like mm, boring disrespectful (laughs) and then she stopped because it seems that George was singing it or humming it and she reached over and held his mouth closed because she was irritated by his voice it's so cute so she shushed the future king of England I love it and so there's a picture obviously of her holding her hand over his mouth but then also if you kind of zoom out and you look up Prince William is trying to stand really stiff because as we remember from previous Trooping the Colors whenever he kind of got out of um, stiff prince mode and tried to just like hang out with his son, the queen was like, William, stand up. You know, remember? It's my my favorite gif of the entire 
royal family is at Trooping of the Color maybe two years ago where William bends down to whisper something to George and Queen Elizabeth grabs him by the elbow and says, stand up, William. It's so amazing. It's great. Look it up. So William in this picture is like looking very stiff, mm-hmm. trying to be the perfect prince. Yes. And, but he's just kind of like glancing down at her um, Savannah putting her hand on George's mouth and it's so funny yeah he just looks very disdainful like can you guys just stop and I'm not gonna separate you he's so like that- I can't move I can't do anything <laughs> you guys gotta like deal with it just like can you not he's giving side eye but downward um, so that was adorable moment number one adorable number mo- excuse me adorable moment number two was um, I didn't catch this for days and God bless whatever journalists did because then of course it went viral but teeny teeny little moment is at some point I believe Queen Elizabeth's car drives up and you see someone zoomed in on Meghan and Harry and Meghan right before it's time for her to curtsy she goes should I do it or do it now like in her she's smiling she's smiling you can barely even see it's very impressive she's smiling with her full mouth but then her lips go do it now like do it and Harry goes yes and so she curtsies at just the right second but he says yes as he's already putting his head down to bow to her so you're like this is how these two do it it was just such a wonderful little glimpse into that relationship and how he's literally training her Mm -hmm. for when to curtsy and I just I really liked it I think it's so cute and also on um the balcony, mm-hmm. right? Um, Princess Charlotte kind of fell backwards a little bit because she was kind of dancing around, which we now know she does. She loves to dance around. And she kind of fell backwards and then she was crying and her mom had to pick her up and she was crying in oh, her Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, so we got another Princess Charlotte tantrum. We got one on the tarmac mm-hmm. on one of their international trips, I believe, to Germany, where she was being forced onto an airplane and she threw a little tantrum and stomped the ground and threw herself down. And this time we got another one where she... Um, yeah, I think she kept trying to climb over to see the crowd below. And her mother, like, was Kate Middleton, was suddenly pulling on the back of her dress the way you do with a little kid to make sure they don't fall off the balcony at Buckingham Palace. Maybe for most kids, it's like, don't fall into the fountain or whatever. In this case, it was making sure that the heir to the throne didn't fall into the crowd below Buckingham Palace. Um, so she fell backwards and started crying, and Kate Middleton scooped her up and calmed her a little. There's a really sweet photo where. Kate Middleton is holding her finger to her lip, almost in like a mm-hmm. kind of gesture. And but I think it was just her little. She it's like a little mom thing to be like, stop crying. I just thought it was such a sweet moment. Yeah. So thank you to Drooping of the Color for supplying us with so many cute moments as always. And then the next day, Sunday, we were truly blessed by something that I didn't expect. Yes. So each year, William um, participates in like royal. Um, polo matches just for charity. God bless them. And we've seen so many images from them in the past, mostly of um, George playing with his mom. You know, it's where they're kind of on like that grassy knoll. It's a bit of a yeah. hill and Kate might be wearing jeans or um, what's it? A baton shirt? Bat- bateau, bateau. She's always in like a, it's actually very similar to what I'm currently wearing. She's always wearing a blue and white stripe of some, oh, a Breton stripe. Breton stripe. Breton stripe. You got That's it. That's See, my fashion girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what am I wearing today? I'm wearing a Breton stripe. That's what it is. So Kate Middleton, yeah, whenever you see those super sweet photos of Kate Middleton 
chasing after a toddler on a grassy knoll. It's always at this exact same event, which is the Royal Charity Polo Trophy at the Beaufort Polo Club. This year, the sponsor was Maserati. I don't know if it's always the sponsor, but a lot of- I don't think it always is. I don't think so either, but a lot of the photos of the family are them in front of a gigantic Maserati sign, so they must be very happy about that. Um, But so we got so much- cuteness out of this event and more cuteness every time I look into this more adorable photos have emerged I currently have one of them as my phone lock screen so we current like so we saw mainly the Cambridges at this but the Phillips family was also there because we saw Savannah once again so just a day after she (laughs) got her own Wikipedia entry basically over grabbing George's face she was also at this event well at this event we saw Savannah with her arms around Charlotte so I feel like I never really stopped to think like whether um, Charlotte and George were close with their cousins but they must be they seem to have like a really close kind of cousiny friendship relationship and I had that growing up and it was so special and so yeah I think there's something to um, Princess Anne's children being super close you know um, because we've also seen George with Mia Tyndall who is Mm -hmm. Zara Phillips's daughter so we know that all these Phillips kids love to interact and it's very it's very sweet it's very cute this really was one of those things where like the pictures just kept on coming and as Caitlin said she was out of town this weekend at a wedding and I think she was like sitting poolside yeah, and I sending was. me DMs <laughs> on Instagram of pictures of the kids playing and these are the most joyful adorable pictures of George and Charlotte I have truly ever seen. They're yeah, we've never gotten this many photos of them at once and these like true insights into their personalities obviously we spend a lot of the two of us spend a lot of time ascribing personalities to these kids but we got to really see it so this yeah. at this event we saw um, as Kate Middleton sort of holds down the fort sitting amongst all the kids we had George in a little polo shirt and shorts and he was playing with water guns and shooting at his cousins and then playing with this gigantic slinky um, and well, in an earlier picture, you see Kate Middleton with her like white Victoria Beckham bag, and you see George just like go into the bag, and so she just had a bag full of toys for them. Oh, what a cool mom! Isn't that like she's like gotta keep you guys entertained, you gotta behave during this Maserati event? Yeah, there's tons and tons of toys, but then so we and then we see George frolicking a lot and jumping around and like wrestling with his cousins. But the real star, as always, was Princess Charlotte. So she was wearing another one of her like little printed dresses and little sneaks just like little canvas sneakers but tiny sunglasses oh my god i've never seen any of these little royal kids with sunglasses on and she's so adorable in them yes and they're also tiny shades of the kanye west approved variety (laughs) like little shades and then at some points she's like playing on the hill she's like running down the hill and she has her sunglasses in her teeth because she doesn't want to lose track of them that amused me at one point she's doing a headstand in front of her mom and brother and kate middleton is laughing hysterically like open mouth which we also rarely see so that was freaking cute and then we have lots of photos of princess charlotte embodying your summer 2018 mood which is her jumping like fully into the air arms and legs akimbo just like with her sunglasses on just living life running around we see them chasing each other and yes at one point in one of them she and george are making the exact same expression i never think that they look super alike they look like siblings of course and she looks especially windsory but i never think they look super alike but there's a, a one photo i saw 
where she's chasing him and they both have their tongues stuck into the side of their mouth in, <laughs> at the, in the same direction at the same time. And it's just, it's so sweet. Just little siblings, you know? Oh, I love them so much. I just can't wait for little Louie to be old enough to go out and play with them. Because imagine yeah. the three of them playing together. Like, I, I don't really know yet what kind of a big brother George is because we just see him playing. Maybe he's just like a fun brother. Or maybe... Um, Charlotte's the more nurturing one like who knows or maybe they're all just fun kids playing around but I would really love to see the dynamic of the three of them I think it's gonna be so cute yes I'm ready I'm ready for another Louie appearance and then of course Kate Middleton the mother of these wonderful children herself she wore yet another Zara dress yes she looked considering that she's like lying in the grass chasing after kids she's more dressed up than I certainly would be in that moment um, she's in this um, sort of midi length blue dress and she wore her go-to wedge heels and yes the Victoria Beckham white tote bag I feel like every time we see her at this event and maybe it's just because we rarely see her playing with her kids in public because you know the picture we talked about not too long ago where we saw her um, out with her kids at a park or a horse event and they were um, eating ice cream you know like that that was kind of like a sneaky paparazzi photo. So usually, you know, she obviously is their mom and takes them to parks and plays with them, but that's usually private. And so yeah. we don't really get to see this side of her. Yes. But here they are just playing for everybody. Like, she knows she's being photographed. She doesn't even mind. Yeah. And I just think it's really sweet. Yeah, you see a lot of the maternal dynamic. As mentioned on Saturday, when she was calming Charlotte with the little finger to the lip, and then at this event, she's, you know, laughing and encouraging them and playing with them with all the toys. And then there was another sweet moment where Charlotte climbs into her lap and just, like, rests her head against her chest. Yes. And it's just, it's so peaceful. And I said to Lisa in my creepy DMs on Sunday that <laughs> I really thought something about the the grassy knoll and the dress she's wearing that has kind of a 60s or 50s flair I thought there was a little bit of a Jackie O air to the whole thing yeah I think because the kids are always dressed in like slightly old-timey clothes and it was photographed in this like very sunny outdoor paradise that it just looked like a photograph from the 60s I loved it I'm happy about it I can't wait till next year's we have a big chubby baby in the midst of it. That's the only thing that would have made this better. And so coming up, we have some royal trips. So yes. first of all, this week, Meghan Markle and Queen Elizabeth are going on their road trip that we are so excited about. <laughs> They're actually taking an overnight train. They're taking the royal train, which I didn't even know existed. Me either. It just makes me think about when I graduated from high school and I went on this Euro trip and I was like sleeping on trains all the time. And I'm like, wow, they're doing the exact same thing as me, except fancy. I just imagine them in royal slippers like padding between the cars and like staying up late telling ghost stories. So that's happening this week and they'll be unveiling a bridge and doing other super royal stuff just the two of them which is really thrilling and very early as we discussed last week for such a such an event for Meghan as a new royal. Um, and we also got an announcement from Kensington Palace that the Duke and Duchess of Sussex which is a uh, old Meghan and Harry to the rest of us will also be this fall going on a big trip um to the South Pacific. They're going to be going to Australia and New Zealand and Tongo and Fiji. So I'm so thrilled. I guess we're going to Australia and so New Zealand. Going. <laughs> I would like to go to Fiji in particular. I love these big royal tours because it means photo ops every single day and they do sporty stuff usually. So many outfits. So many outfits and there's all this effort paid to make sure that always the woman is wearing something that's appropriate to the country. Not appropriate as in 
formal or covered up, but appropriate as in wearing Australian designers in Australia, New Zealand designers in New Zealand, and so on. So I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to that. They haven't given us the dates, but it's for next fall, probably. Yeah. Um, we do have the dates for a trip coming up much sooner, which is that Prince William is making the first official royal visit to Israel and Palestine in just two weeks. Yeah. So that's actually the first time a British royal has gone to Israel. So that's pretty major. That is major. So yeah, there's going to be a ton of photo ops, and we cannot wait to dissect all of them when we are not sick. Yeah, when we're (laughs) well-rested and William is less well-rested because he has to get up at the crack of dawn. Um, And he'll be by himself, so like that's not really as fun. Sorry, William. Um, But yeah, he'll be. it'll be a big historical visit, and I'm interested to see how they will handle uh, such a sensitive area as the Middle East. So before we adjourn the royal pod, we have some royal highs and lows of the week. Yes. It's time for the royal highs and lows. Um, so what is your high? I feel bad because I know this is your high, but since I'm <laughs> saying it first, I win. Okay. Take it, take it. My high is Princess Charlotte playing around Ugh. at the polo match. Sorry. My new wallpaper. My my mood for the summer. No, it's okay because I have my own real high, which is that my best friend, Chelsea Davey, um, was off having an adventure of her own this weekend. She was not at Trooping of the Color because she decided, not me, not for me, not this lifetime. Um, she was in Ibiza with all of her friends at a yellow-themed hen party. Um, again, as we encourage every week, you should follow Chelsea Davey on Instagram because the woman does not disappoint. And so she was posting to her Insta story of all of them like on a yacht and wearing matching yellow <laughs> bathing suits and like just doing. Chelsea Davey is not immune to a bachelorette party, except I think hers, whereas I'm like, uh, it's going to cost me like $800. Hers probably costs like eight grand. I'm just going to say like casually. Mm-hmm. I don't think I rent a yacht in Ibiza. I guess if you got like all that money. Yeah, that's how that works for her. (laughs) How about your low? My low is going to be that I'm sick. Yeah, it's not good. Take care of yourself. Take care of yourself, Lisa. Take care of yourself, listeners. We've got a lot of events coming up and we need to stay strong. I know, at least like we're both kind of under the weather on a kind of a low-key week and we got so many exciting things coming up so we're going to just stay in bed for a week and soldier through. Have lots of tea. Yeah. So, um, Wait, Milo. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about you. How dare you? Uh, Milo is we still don't know that what they did for their honeymoon. And we will never know. They're back now. So they've successfully went on a honeymoon without anybody finding them, which I guess is good for them. But like really lame for me. So that's Milo. So some personal plugs. You guys can follow me, Lisa, on Twitter at Lisa Raya and read my writing at The Cut. Yes, and you can follow me, Caitlin, at HeyKMenz, H-E-Y-K-M-E-N-Z, on Twitter and Instagram, and see more of my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. And please follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast, and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. And most importantly, please remember to subscribe and leave us the five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Till next week, God Save the Pod. Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.